0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 80 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering March the 15th to March the 21st, uh, Doctrine and Covenants, Sections 27 to 28. And today uh, we'll be moving into Section 28, but actually... The majority of this episode today will probably focus on the background and context of section 28, as I find it particularly interesting um, how this section came about um, and how it set forth the wisdom and an order that the Lord has set forth his leadership in the church and the way that in which revelation is received. So we go back to summer 1813, this is where we are at this stage of church history, um, and I think the Revelations in Context um, chapter on this called All Things Must Be Done in Order uh, explains this really, really well. Uh, it says, quote, in the summer of 1830, Oliver Cowdery wrote to Joseph Smith from the home of Peter Whitmer, where the church had been organized earlier that year. I command you in the name of God to erase those words that no priestcraft be amongst us. His passion was clear, but what would had alarmed the church's second elder that he would be so forceful in his communication with the prophet? Close quote. Now, I think that we would be shocked at you know to think that someone would command the prophets in such a way uh, that they change or edit or do anything in that way. Of course. In reality, we do have people today who are just as forceful in stating to the church that things should be changed and things should be done in the way that they believe because they feel that it's right. Um, And so this is not a new thing, really. Um, And I think, you know, after a few months of the church being organised, it was a very quick time for this to happen. But it was inevitably going to happen, I think, when you have someone that is called, of God to receive revelation for the church. Um, the reason behind why Oliver Cowdery was so forceful in this uh, is explained as well. Basically, in the Articles and Covenants of the Church of Christ, which we know is kind of the, the the decree that was written by Oliver Cowdery, and then Joseph Smith kind of looked at that, received revelation, and added or edited or developed upon it uh, to to give kind of the 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 foundation of the church. Um, it says uh, in revelations in context quote, "notwithstanding the church's acceptance in june 1830 oliver disapproved of a phrase in the list of requirements of baptism and truly manifest by their works that they have received of the spirit of christ unto the remission of their sins" Close quote. now we know that that is probably uh, today we understand the the importance of that phrase uh, that, you know, people are showing their desire to follow Christ by the things that they that they do in their lives. But obviously, at this time, it was a very difficult phrase for Oliver to come to terms with and accept. Uh, and so, as Revelations in Context explains, quote, Perhaps Oliver felt his involvement in the document's development entitled him to make demands concerning the text. Joseph, however, disagreed, insisting that the requirements had come by Revelation. In his response, Joseph asked by what authority he, meaning Oliver, took upon him to command me to alter or erase, to add or diminish to, or from, uh, or from a revelation or commandment from Almighty God, close quote. So it is, um, you know, there was obviously a disagreement here. Uh, and it's not just Oliver uh, that felt this, but also the Whitmer family had also felt this way about this. Uh, But in the end, he was also he was able to discuss this with them and they were able to come to a agreement on this or to acknowledge that, you know, this is an important (coughs) phrase that had to be in there. And so therefore they were they were happy with this. Um, But of course, this teaches uh, an important lesson to Joseph that there would be a that, that in the future there would be challenges to the authority that he he had as the prophet. And when I say authority, I don't mean that, you know, people had to listen to him and not think for themselves. And I think that as we discuss this section uh, over the next few days, that'll be an important point to make. That's just because somebody has been called to a position in the church, it does not give them authority over us as people. Um, A bishop cannot come to you and tell you what to do for your family. You receive revelation for your family as a a mother and and a father. Uh, for example. However, they do receive revelation to lead and guide the ward If as as a bishop, as a stake president receives revelation and guidance on how to lead a stake. Of course, they can receive counsel and direction, uh, both of these individuals, but ultimately they receive that revelation through the keys they hold. Just like a Relief Society president in a ward receives revelation and guidance and a primary president and all the other leaders that we have in the church, no matter what level they are, uh, within the church they receive revelation to lead and guide their sphere of influence you can receive revelation and guidance on how to teach and minister to your ministering families once again you don't receive revelation and to tell them on, and to tell them how to live their lives and what to do in terms of choices they've got to make but you can receive inspiration and guidance on how to support bless and uplift their lives this was also learned in a second um account or a second. Um, experience that was had um, with Joseph uh, and a question about the, the revelation being given to lead the church um, it says in Revelations in Context quote upon arriving in Harmony, Pennsylvania Joseph found that Hiram Page the husband of one of the Whitmer daughters had used a stone to receive two revelations concerning the church perhaps remembering his success swaying Oliver Cowdery and the witness of their error. Joseph intended to reason with them until a conference that was, was to be convened in September. He soon discovered, however, that belief in Hiram Page's supposed revelations was more widespread than he thought, so he sought revelation on the matter. Close quote. Now this is interesting because Hiram Page, as it mentions in Revelations in Context, was married to one of the Whitmer daughters. Um, Oliver Cowdery, uh, I believe, was also married to uh, one of the Whitmers. And basically, this means that this is a family matter. Uh, And so it's not to be surprised that there was a lot of people that listened to this and perhaps not understanding the principles of revelation to the prophet for the church uh, felt that this was right. Now, when I was reading this story when I was younger, I read about how Hiram Page had received these two revelations uh, through a stone. And I remember thinking at that time, not knowing obviously more about church history than I do now, that, oh, well, Hiram Page is receiving revelations from from stones. I mean, what's that all about? That's that's a bizarre thing to do. I mean, surely that's clearly not right. Not realising, of course, that this is exactly how Joseph Smith was had translated the Book of Mormon, by using a seer stone and using the Urim and Thummim, which were ultimately two stones. Um, and so... I was in error there in thinking about how how clear it was to me that this was not from God because it came through stones, when actually that was the exact process that I've been appointed, not just for the prophet Joseph Smith to receive revelation and translation, I would add, uh, but also, you know, it, through history, uh, like through the divining rods and through the stones uh, in the uh, tabernacle, the Urim and Thummim there. Uh, and so, and, and also in the Book of Mormon, you know, throughout... Um, the standard works, the use of stones and, and material objects to receive revelation is actually recorded quite often. So um, that was my uh, naivety, I guess, or my under- lack of understanding about church history there that, that showed. So actually, having thought about this and re- and remembering that Hiram Page was was family, that the stone, the idea of receiving revelation through stones was commonly accepted, and actually it wasn't the question of him using stones that was brought up as the issue, it was the fact that he was receiving revelation for the, for the whole church and he was not the one called as the prophets. That was the main issue. Um, this then means that this is actually a very difficult situation to resolve because, you know, it it's, uh, it's more about the fact that they have to accept that Joseph was the one to receive revelations for the church. And so uh, at this conference in late September, they discussed this and they and they, they did resolve the matter. And Harren Page um, did accept that these things were not from God. Um, but I think that as we go into uh, section 28 uh, to, over the next few days, uh, it'll be interesting to look at how this was resolved. And think about how we need to remember uh, the importance of the order that, that the Lord has for, to lead and direct his church. Otherwise, it would be chaos. And so we'll have a look at that over the next few days. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this study. Please do continue to follow, follow, subscribe and uh, share the podcast. You can also join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session Where Come Follow Me. If you'd like to receive a post each day and share what you've been studying, it'd be great to hear more from you. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.